I'm Rodney Ronquillo, and you're listening to Piano Maverick. So, it's everywhere in the news these days, and everybody just can't stop talking about it. I mean, you, you see it on social media. You know, I'm just scrolling through my Facebook feed, and the the most famous thing in the world today, and it's now um, March 12, 2020, the most famous thing in the world today is COVID-19, or in other words, the scientific term for coronavirus. And it seems to be uh, that everywhere you go, everyone's talking about it. And it's it reminds me of the days when we had SARS or the H1N1, you know, the bird flu or the swine flu. And this one, on the other hand, has been heightened to the point where uh, everybody not only talks about it, everybody is really, really, um, they're really taking action for for this uh, big reason like if you go to the nearest costco uh, here in north america or i'm pretty sure they have many uh ones in the world i can't remember when i went to the philippines back in uh, october 2019 uh when uh when i went there just just to you know visit both sides of my family i wasn't sure if there was a costco there um but what i do know now uh, looking at social media is that there are people or actually there are Costco's uh, that are pretty much out of stock of toilet paper and all sorts of other uh, items if anything it's almost as if people are preparing for World War 3 or they're preparing for the worst that should this apocalypse come uh, people are ready to be able to use their toilet paper uh, for a long term until this big virus goes the thing is that when we saw and now first of all how does this relate to playing piano well it has a lot to do but I'll, I'll get to that in a moment but i really want to talk about this because you know and it's it's interesting how um it how bad times really reveals what's really uh driving you uh within uh, if anything see uh we have motivators we have motivators that uh well there are two times there there's one that um, we gravitate towards if it's something we really like and it's we move far away from because we fear it if anything and uh, right now we're pretty much in a mass hysteria of fear I mean people are practically like Cheryl and I my wife and I we were just at this shoppers drug mart and that's a, a pharmacy um, well it's a it's a pharmacy hybrid uh, here in Canada Toronto Toronto Ontario Canada I know um, they have different uh, pharmacies <clears throat> sorry, uh, different. Sorry, uh, if you're wondering why I'm coughing, I'm not coughing, coughing. It's just I'm clearing my throat <clears> throat> uh, because I just woke up uh, just uh, not too long ago. But like, if you just look at other, you know, places, uh, I can't even remember the name of the pharmacies I go to. Uh, go to in the states, um, Wal Wal Walgreens, I think. Uh, uh, there was one in Las Vegas that started with a C, but I can't remember. But anyhow, um, yeah. So we were at the Shoppers Drug Mart and. We were looking for toilet paper, not for the purpose of trying to stock up in case coronavirus decimates uh, the entire city of Toronto or you know anywhere else we go, um, but because we just ran out of toilet paper, just because we just ran out, that's all. So we wanted to stock up on it. And funny enough, we went to the toilet paper section where we usually get the toilet paper, and lo and behold, there was no to- toilet paper left except for maybe one or two packages in the most expensive part of the toilet paper aisle and it makes me think you know what like <laughs> um 
isn't that interesting that even during fear people are still um they're gonna like take like, whatever quality of paper they can for the lowest price so that way they can get as much as they can you know and instead of getting the most expensive part sorry i i just had breakfast too so you may hear me uh <laughs> just do a little slight burp here and there but um i promise you i will not do that i'll just turn away if i have to but yeah so we ended up having to get the toilet paper at a fairly expensive price just because we needed toilet paper for we, we have our reasons um uh, and well there's the standard reason <laughs> for using toilet paper but we have other reasons too i mean kleenex is not enough as well i mean we could live without toilet paper but because i'm filipinos we we tend to use water we use something called a cab cabo or tabo or something like that uh, i was born in canada so um i <clears throat> i don't understand tagalog that much uh, it's a filipino uh, uh, language i know just a few words but you know um if if anything it's it's funny how everywhere we go it's it's fear you know i, I have family members who will not go to work only because they don't want to go on the local bus in fear that they're going to contract the virus from somebody or con is it contract yeah they're gonna they're gonna like uh, gra they're gonna pretty much get it because it might be airborne and yeah i mean i think there's there's talk that uh, there's some sort of um uh possibility that it could be airborne and people don't want to be around them you know and just recently i was just looking and it, like i said it's already march 12 or i hope i said march 12 um 2020 uh, that Tom Hanks and his wife had tested positive for the coronavirus flu, COVID-19. And now, because a, a Hollywood star has contracted it, it's become even more... Um, it's become more concerning and alarming to the entire masses of the world. Yet, we tend to forget that there are other things that are actually causing people's passing these days. I mean... Uh, for example, I mean, uh, how many people smoke or how many people pass away of a heart attack every year? How many people pass away of cancer every year? Uh, how many people pass away of diabetes? And the list goes on and on. I mean, we get a lot of these uh, diseases every year, especially in North America. There's, it's huge, you know, here in North America. I think, I believe heart is one of them, but cancer has pretty much been on the rise, you know, and it's become, it's gone to the point where it's pretty much... Um, uh, uh, a normal thing now that if cancer was considered an epidemic or pandemic you know pretty much the interest is this weighing down yet it's still happening almost every day and also what about depression i mean that's that's pretty much an epidemic or a pandemic if anything i mean a lot of people get this so I can pretty much just go ranting on and on and on about like what's going on in the world, you know, COVID-19. Then uh, we have all the three major diseases in North America, but it's actually also all over the world. I and mean, people get stung by black uh, widow spiders, I think that's called, or, or funnel web spiders. Those are scary uh, in Australia. Uh, who knows if there's like a ton of reported cases there, if anything. So the list goes on and on. I mean, we we have we have a world where we have gardens you know and in those gardens you're going to have beautiful flowers but you're also going to get all sorts of strange creatures as well or strange things 
um, that are pretty much anti-life, if anything, only because either they got to survive or they got to protect themselves. Either way, it's still survival, uh, if anything. Like, one thing needs to survive by uh, overtaking some other thing that has a life force uh, or energy, or, or if anything. And here's the thing, too. It's pretty much put a mass hysteria of fear in it. Now I'm going back to um, what's going on in the world. A mass hysteria of fear all over. And you know what? It's, it's like, it's almost as if we're watching a Hollywood movie where if some sort of outbreak happens, the entire world becomes zombies or people uh, die uh, from these things. And I mean, I shouldn't use the word die uh, nowadays. Uh, it's more like passing away. But, uh, you know, and, and all these images... I'm, I'm sorry to say they're really pretty much programmed into our mind if we're watching TV a whole lot. Uh, what more if we're watching the news, you know? Um, to me, I, I like to listen to good news because I could use that in my life. Now, bad news, as long as it's, you know, it's it's useful, I mean, I will, I when there's bad news, I want to hear a solution to it, right? Um, if there, If it's just bad news and I don't have any means to solve it, the one thing I need to do is I need to talk to people who are either they've already solved it or they're in the process of solving it and they're going to do whatever it takes. You know, uh, there are those who run and flee and there are those who are going to stand and fight. And I believe, if anything, if you're going to stay alive, God has given you the ability and he's given you the reason to stay alive, if anything. Um... You know, I mean, whatever can't kill you makes you stronger. And usually God wants you to stay alive if you're listening to this podcast, which means it's now time to stand and fight. I mean, just last, so not last night, but yesterday, or actually it was probably last night, I was watching a, a, uh, a YouTube video on Sun Tzu. Uh, he's, he's this um, person from China uh, who created a system and eventually it was a philosophy in a book he was a philosopher in china it was called the art of war you know and he was hired by this king uh, i think it was a chu chu um empire or something like that and he hired him because he had uh sun tzu had a philosophy on how to win just about any war uh, guaranteed if anything and I'm thinking to myself you know like if we if we would like look at all these principles actually you know what I, that's gonna be a great podcast uh, topic I'll probably do that for my next uh, podcast topic you know what I'll do that I'll, I'll make sure I remember that I'm just actually gonna write this down that Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu um, will be my next topic and how it relates to piano playing, but also in life in general. And by the way, this podcast is not just about piano. It's also about life too. You know, I mean, life, uh, piano pretty much, how you play the piano reflects what's going on in your life, if anything, right? So now why am I bringing this all up? So I, I, I wanted to relate it to like how we as piano players also, we fear things. Uh, there's so many legitimate fears, right? But fear cannot be forever either. Just like, like night cannot be forever because there has to be day and so forth. See, we fear that we can't play very well. We fear that it's going to take too long. We fear that 
we're gonna suck at piano we fear that our piano our fingers are not that great we fear that people will not like our choice of music or they won't like our piano playing or we fear that we might come across someone who plays way better and they might sorry <laughs> i did mention now i, I I will. I may have to burp once in a while. Uh, we fear that we may be intimidated by those who are great at the piano. We fear that we may be wasting our time. The list goes on. There's too many things to fear, right? But why? Then why live? You know, the thing is, if fear is the most powerful thing in this world, then why are we still alive? Why are we still alive? If anything, so that's that's the thing you're going to have to stand up and fight your fear and i don't mean do it physically and i don't mean stress you out but you have to remind yourself that you're alive you know and you're given a chance to do something about it you go up to the piano and you have to remind yourself that i'm going to take this head on and even if it takes me forever if i'm not going to wake up tomorrow at least i don't wake up tomorrow no uh knowing that i gave it my all you know if you gave it half then my gosh you wasted your life you wasted you wasted your time worrying i mean the thing is that if we took out worry out of our heads sorry if our minds i guess well heads or minds so whatever you want to call it if we took it out of our minds and heads imagine what you could do you could actually move forward you could learn those scales because you know that the scales and the chords and the triads have a purpose for what you really want to do whether it's going to be a great classical pianist which i am not right but i do play classical piano here and there once in a blue moon but if you want to be a great songwriter a great film composer a great jingle writer you know whatever it is that, that you're going to use music for or you, or you want to be great at parties you want to you want to attract your soulmate uh, if anything um, I mean that's that's I, I, I used to like whenever I play piano um, I'll be honest it's like sometimes I, it as a guy it gave me a natural high when the girls came to the piano because that's how I connected with them you know so anyway whatever your reason for wanting to take piano the one thing you want to do is you shouldn't let fear get in the way now that's easier said than done if um, you don't know what to do and here's what you can do to control fear if anything first of all it's important to know that fear does protect you we have a nervous system we have a defense system and that's how we're able to survive that's how we're, uh, we're able to like live as a species i mean without fear we would do something stupid and we, we would end our life right now there are people who have turned fear you know it's a four-letter word <laughs> and four-letter words can be unacceptable i mean in most cases uh and very few cases uh, you'll have four-letter words uh, that are acceptable but fear can be turned into an acronym and you can use it to your advantage uh, you can either let it be f-e-a-r uh, forget everything and run or you can have it mean as face everything and rise and you can only choose one or the other one of them will really put you in a state of not doing anything um, about it and just running away from it and it never solves the problem the other one gives you responsibility 
and it actually gives you the position of becoming a hero. And you know what? I mean, we all want heroes. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. We all need heroes. We all want heroes. Why not become a hero yourself? Now, to become a hero, it's always best to learn from another hero, right? Someone who inspires you. You know, and that's why some of the most successful people in the world, regardless of whether they play piano or whether in a different industry, they look up to people that have already gone before them, you know, regardless of the gender, if anything. I mean, yeah, we have a lot of men who are very successful, right? Uh, and I know there's a lot of women who are also successful too. And then we have people uh, younger than these people uh, of different genders, you know, and they, they look up to them regardless of their gender. The important thing is exercising respect, you know, respect the people who have gone before you respect the elders it doesn't matter whether they were right or wrong just respect them because if you don't respect you know if you don't respect your elders how are you going to learn from them how are you going to use any knowledge to your advantage if you don't respect them you're going to learn how to fear things and you and unfortunately people do try to get rid of history that way and there's a problem with that because anybody who doesn't learn from history is going to repeat it you know, I don't need to go into this uh, political topic or anything, but it's, it's totally true. This is something I learned in history class, if anything. And it is so true because of what we're seeing around now. And it's creating a lot of fear. You know, you remove history, then you have nothing to base uh, uh, your courage on. Like, you don't have nothing to have four legs on if you don't have any reference of what you're dealing with. You need history in order to know what you're dealing with. So that way you can go into anything without... Uh, by controlling fear that way because now you have knowledge of what happened before. If you remove anything uh, or if you choose not to learn from history, then you're going to have more reasons to fear anything that's before you. I mean, take a, the reason why we learn classical music is because we need to also learn how Mozart and Beethoven, Mendelssohn, Bach, uh, who else, you know, um, is it Bartok? I can't remember. Uh, all these great musicians, how they they took action you know enough if any of these great composers didn't exist today i'm willing to bet you a lot of people would be fearing the piano because they didn't they won't know where to begin you know some uh, mo just about all of these great composers had to face their fears you know and look at the piano as a fun experimental uh it's a journey for them you know a, a way to connect with people by being creative and just get into their ima imagination so you gotta you gotta have something that you can learn from you know you need something that you can base from now if you don't have any knowledge about it you gotta seek it as quick as you can or you if you don't have it in front of you then you gotta be in a learning mode and the other thing here's now this is how you're gonna also be able to rise you know and and um face anything head on you gotta have a sense of gratitude you gotta be in a an attitude of gratitude why is that well, if a person is very grateful and they're feeling grateful, you know, try to put some fear into them. Will they be grateful and they fear something at the same time? It's not possible because it's like oil and water. Those things don't mix. They can live in harmony with each other. They just can't blend together. So in other words, if you want to control fear, and I'm not saying remove fear, although a lot of people do, I mean, you need fear, right? but to control the right fear. You need to be grateful because when you're grateful, you know, fear doesn't have a place 
in the place of gr- uh, gratitude. You got to be grateful, like grateful for the opportunity that you're able to play piano, grateful that you have 10 fingers. If you have, some people don't have 10 fingers, but still be grateful that you have the great the gift of life. Even if you don't have the 10 fingers, there are some people who are able to play piano with their feet amazingly. You know, the majority of population cannot play piano with their feet because they choose not to. But those who don't have arms, they're able to play the guitar with their toes amazingly, or they're able to play guitar with their teeth. They're able to play guitar. They're, they're able to use their creative, imaginative faculty. Faculties, I should say. Or maybe faculties, one or to the other. In either case, an attitude of gratitude. Being grateful for everything that you got. Grateful that you can afford that piano. And if you don't have the piano, grateful that you came across this podcast. So that way it'll ins- inspire you, hopefully to become a great piano player because you came across it, right? Or you have some friends who know how to play piano and you're grateful to have them because they inspire you to become a better piano player. And if you show gratitude towards them for being, you know, your friend and so forth, you know, and then you can let them know that you look forward to the day when you can learn to play piano. Hey, maybe those friends, if they're really good friends, they're going to offer to teach you something and they may even let you play their piano. Gratitude is so powerful, it just crushes things. You know, it ends wars. It ends, oh, so many things. Now, if you're under the, 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 oh, now, here's the thing. I'm going for surgery tomorrow, <laughs> right? Uh, on uh, Friday, March 13th, on my molar. I, I haven't had a surgery since uh, I had my wisdom tooth surgery when I was a, um, probably 11, 12 years old. I think, no, I think I was about nine or 10 years old. It was scary, very scary, right? But I'm grateful that I'm alive today. You know, I'm grateful that at least I had some of the best orthodontists who worked with me. I think his name is Dr. Sarah. I don't know, I don't know if he's still around today, but I, I, I'm grateful to him that he took very good care of my teeth. I mean, I'm able to smile nicely. I have a good smile. I mean, I still have a slight, slight overbite, but it's not that noticeable because whenever I smile in photos, I look great. You know, I mean, some people, it's, a, it's their opinion if I don't, but I know that I look great. I'm a handsome guy. I'm a handsome Filipino-Canadian guy, <laughs> you know. And when I smile, people radiate. They love it. And I radiate too when I, when I smile, you know, when I really mean it. So gratitude is so powerful. It's unbelievable. It'll put you in a state of learning new things. It'll put you in a state of being learned or being uh, in a learning student mode. You know, when you're in a student mode and you're learning and you're grateful, suddenly whatever you fear becomes more of a curiosity to you. But at the same time, you're also taking responsibility, understanding what you're fearing until you find out that what you're fearing isn't really that big of a deal. A good example is like business entrepreneurship or even like network marketers who are also uh, entrepreneurs. They just uh, create their business through a network, right? And to be able to like talk to their network or meet new people and to be able to create that new relationship and to also win them in such a way that they would love your products. You know, I mean, that does take courage, which everybody has that gift. And they take that fear acronym into an empowering one, face everything, no, face everything and rise. Then results will happen. It doesn't matter what the results are. The important thing is that you take action and that you live in an attitude of gratitude. Same thing, I'm pretty sure Elon Musk 
had the same thing too when he was starting up Tesla and SpaceX. Uh, he was a part of PayPal. I mean, he, he did some programming uh, to some degree. I, I uh, from what I read from, from his bi biography and also the YouTube videos as well. He never gave up. You know, I mean, there was every reason to fear. He had to fear his um, investors uh, who expected a lot from him. You know, uh, the c companies were going bankrupt. Uh, people were demanding that the cars be released or they get their money back. I mean, he had to face a lot of stuff. But I'm pretty sure somewhere in his mind, he was grateful that he was still alive every day. And he used everything from a scientific point of view. You know, uh, like for example, if uh, instead of being scared of the boogeyman underneath his bed, he, he viewed darkness as just uh, a scientific, he used some sort of scientific explanation that it's an absence of light, you know, absence of energy particles and, and all sorts of uh, things, right? So it, that's why it, also it doesn't produce uh, the white color of light. That's why it's darkness, right? So he used those sort of things. And I'm pretty sure he was also grateful that he sees it that way. Gratitude and even like, and then, oh, actually that's probably a learning mindset too. So with gratitude, you have a learning mindset and then you make sense of everything. And then you can determine if it's actually not good for you or it's something that you had no reason to fear. So when you're going to learn piano for the first time and you have some fears that will stop you from learning piano, okay? And this goes for anything. The first thing you need to start with is to change the meaning of fear, whether it's going to be the acronym of face everything and rise, or you can say to yourself, you know, I'm grateful. Even if, you, even if your emotions are so tight, you know, like you've, they've been programmed innately into you uh, because of some childhood trauma or something like that. Uh, do everything you can, force yourself uh, to find ways to be grateful. And if you're still in a fearful state, keep going even if it's going to take you two hours until the pain of fear is so minimized that it doesn't matter as much and you will notice it but you may have to do what it takes if it goes beyond two hours keep going and keep going if it takes you days keep going look for ways to be great grateful and then repeat the stuff you're grateful for and then try to put yourself in the state the emotional feeling of why you're grateful for that like for example i'm grateful that my mom and dad are alive today why because you know like i still i still have my mom and dad and i love them very much you know they gave me life i may not have liked it how they disciplined me but i'm grateful that they did because i'm a a good contributing member of society as a result because i see people out there who didn't have parents who disciplined them and i've seen what they've done uh, they should be behind bars i'm sorry to say but they should be you know unless they change they, they really have to face what is going to come to them. And that's why I'm so grateful to my parents that they instilled good values towards me, even if they had to use um, like strict measures you know, to, to, to rear me and to help me grow up. And I'm very grateful because now I'm starting to see things from their point of view as an, I am an, I'm an adult. Right? Because I see, this in, I see this in kids too. Thankfully, like the kids I work with, kids I work with uh, they are I mean they may be rambunctious that's kids for you right but they also have great parents you know so when they have to learn when they need to have the line drawn on them they will respect you and that's what I like about that like the kids that I work with uh, that my wife and I work with um, so that being said fear 
an attitude of gratitude, um, I would say pretty much 10 times out of 10 trumps it all, if anything. And fear could be face everything and rise, you know, because everybody in this world, I mean, let's, let's face it, it's, I mean, whoever is like broadcasting all of these fears, you know, they're not really helping the public. They're just letting the public know, but there's no solutions to it. There are solutions. There are solutions. I have friends uh, from a health and wellness community who they they know that the COVID-19 is just another version of the flu, right? Uh, but if your immune system isn't the greatest, and yeah, we live in an era where everyone's just really downing that junk food. Uh, they're they're really stressed out at work. They're living sedentary hairs, I mean, hairstyles, sedentary lifestyles, um, and especially if you're elderly as well. I mean, you got to be more vigilant. You got to be really ruthless with your health and wellness. You got to really practice to relax. You got to do what you love. You know, do what you love. I mean, why is it that people work till they're 50, 60, or even 70? And when they retire, they pass away 10 years later. It's because their heart couldn't take it anymore. You know, they're, they're not used to like that kind of rhythm where it's like it, they were pushed to the limit for so many years and then suddenly you have this drop, you know, and then the heart doesn't know what to do. And then you have fear and trepidation. And then before you know it, the person has not really lived their life. You know, they haven't really lived their life. They haven't li- really lived what could have been their purpose. You got to find your purpose in life. Really important. Uh, if you're having trouble, just keep going. Just keep doing your best. Pray. I, I mean, what you got? I, I know I have to keep, I have to, uh, I, I do my best to continue to pray. And sometimes I do forget. I'll be honest. You know, but at least I know about that. Most people, they're not aware of it and they don't care. But I believe in God, you know, and I haven't been a, like, I haven't been perfect myself, but I, I continue and I continue to do my best. And I, and I want to continue whatever it takes. You know, and I know that God had given us the 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 gift of courage, fortitude. You know, I mean, fortitude gives us the ability to learn. Actually, if anything, learning is a part of fortitude. If you think about it, because it gives you, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's, it's a trait in a way to help us understand what it is that we fear before we come to a conclusion. Now, if we don't. If we don't do our research, and I don't mean just take anything that's on Wikipedia. I mean, if we don't delve further research and get different points of view, not not just the news. I mean, the news, they only tell you what's going on, right? Uh, you go to doctors, you go to holistic health practitioners. Uh, this is for, like, say, for health, the health uh, scare that's happening in the world today. Or let's say it's your finances. You go to, don't just go to one insurance agent. Go talk to people who actually have... Let's say you're you're having credit issues, you know, go to 10 people who went to 10 different sources of information that turn around their uh, their financial debt situation, if anything. Don't just rely on an advisor. Ask people who got the results and ask them what their journey was. Ask at least 10 people and find the one that works best for your situation. And my uh, a good example for my situation Oh, is it already 31 minutes? Wow. <laughs> this is the lo- longest podcast. It's my 45-minute one. Learn everything you can. You know, everything until there's nothing left on this planet. And then formulate a new opinion. Formu- formulate something. And then when you have that new knowledge, then use it to your advantage. When you're going to play piano, whether you're going to 
combat these this health crisis that we're going through whether it's your financial crisis whether um, you're going through something or you're you know you're in a dangerous situation you need that you need to be grateful um, that you're still alive and that you uh, can find a way out with the help of God you know and so forth so that being said everybody gratitude always trumps fear because gratitude and fear cannot live in the same spot uh, place which is in your mind you know you can only choose who's going to be in your mind the thing is that if you had fear quite a bit in your life it's going to wrestle with you like and you're going to struggle but knowing that you're going to struggle as long as you're alive you still have the muscles to get rid of that get rid of uh, whatever is holding on to you because you already know that you got to put gratitude in place of where the fear is you know hey you're you're struggling to stay alive every day you know and you're still alive you're listening to this podcast you got to do whatever it takes turn the struggle into a muscle you know and then turn the struggle into an empowering activity for yourself and know what your outcome is if your outcome is you're going to be a great piano player go for it you know you will be frustrated you're a human being that's how it works you know just know that that you're going to be frustrated keep your mind on your goal no matter what even if something or someone or whatever it is convinces you that you can't that you will not make this dream come true no it's not going to happen fight it because negativity is only powerless when you're grateful and you're positive and those things eventually get more powerful if you keep trying 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 well not just trying if you keep doing 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 until it works you know so that's what you need to do practice gratitude practice uh, positivity always be learning you know it's very possible i mean hey if if i let fear stop me from playing piano i don't think i'd be where i am today in fact i had a goal and that's what you need to do if you're going to do piano you need a purpose i wanted to impress a girl in my class that was the only reason why i wanted to get back to piano otherwise i would have just continued drawing because that's what i really like doing drawing but i got i actually found that i was actually really good at the piano uh, with my because I, i discovered i had perfect pitch you know so just don't give up you know and keep going until something works i mean malcolm gladwell wrote a book called outliers and i highly recommend you buy it if you already know this and you're in the tony robbins circle uh, and you're in a personal development circle you already probably have it or you probably heard of it and maybe you should just buy it you know i just buy it. Don't, don't fear <laughs> don't fear that you're going to lose um, money or your your credit rating is going to go low no just buy it because the more information you put in your mind the more powerful you are when you put action into it because you know like you're giving yourself new capability like i be like a, a great car or a great tank is going to be powerful when it's always upgraded you know and it's going to make the enemy um the enemy tanks um it's going to put it's going to catch them off guard they're not even going to know what happened you know so that's because you got the advantage you gave yourself more technology you gave yourself more features you got to do the same thing with yourself you pretend you're, you're a tank or pretend that you are a car and you're going to become the new tesla you know so that being said i hope this helps you uh when you when you decide to play piano focus on your end result write it down if you have to because there are going to be things that are going to take you away 
You know, I mean, I, I mean, being Catholic, I know that the devil is always finding ways to take me away from God. He'll do everything possible to make sure I lose focus on God, which is why I continue to pray. Uh, I will also do the rosary. Uh, I sometimes I do three, three decades. Well, not three decades. Like I'll just do like three uh, beads worth as well. You know, and I'm always, pr- I'm doing the best that I can to pray. If anything, and it's the same thing as well. With you, uh, there's a saying that uh, people without a vision will perish. You know, you, you need you need to focus on something, and not any anything. Like you, you're gonna have to wrestle. You're gonna have to fight to do everything possible to put the blinders on. So that way you get to your destination. I mean, if you're going from here, let's say uh, here I'm in Toronto, I need to get to Florida, and I decide to drive, who knows, I w- there might be a deer on the road, you know, and I have to be very careful. I got I got to make sure I'm prepared for those things. And sometimes you just don't, you can't prepare for anything. You just have to be ready for anything, and you got to be ready to respond, and you got to be willing to be resourceful. I mean, nobody, nobody learns to be, no, sorry, how do I say it? Nobody goes to school um, to learn how to be resourceful you have to learn it on your own and resourcefulness happens the moment you're challenged and you only have a few seconds to live then if you're resourceful you're going to find a way to live you don't care what it takes why because your mind and your vision is on being able to go back to school or being able to have a family or um, being able to go to disney world and you're not going to let this situation stop you that is a great attitude to have And at the same time, you're grateful that you're still alive every second. So hope that helps. I'm Rodney Ronquillo, and you're listening to Piano Maverick.